Since 1871, Joseph's Jewelers has helped generations of families celebrate life's biggest moments with meaningful jewelry. Joseph's has been in the jewelry industry for over 150 years, allowing them to help customers create the ideal piece for any budget. So whether you've been going to Joseph's for years or you're a new customer, they always make sure you get the best value for your dollar. It's a value their customers really appreciate. Without question, Joseph's. Welcome to the For Love of Animals podcast. I am Carol and I'm here with Dan. Hello. And um, just welcome to the show this week. We have a special guest and uh, wonderful, wonderful Tina is with us. And we've had Tina on when we did our companion connection. Yeah, she's been on show a as lot. Well. So we're excited to talk to her in a little bit. So yeah. how was your week? It was good. Yeah. Better than the cow in California. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What a stick in the mud, huh? Oh, funny. We need that. Where's the little drum roll oh, thing? There you I don't go. Know. You I missed said it. The S word. <laughs> uh, yes. There we go. Yeah. On a little it. slow. A little on the slow, uptick, but, but it was it. there. So yeah, in California, and I had somebody send this to me because they were like, "Here's another hero firefighter," because they know like I think firefighters do all this like really heroic work all the time, right? And they said, "Here's another one for you." And a cow uh, was uh, was a Swiss Alp cow was discovered trapped in mud, and firefighters in Santa Barbara County Fire Department responded and went out and. Um, I mean, they had to dig, pry, roll, use wood planks for leverage, everything mm-hmm. to get this poor cow out. Yeah, he was mud. stuck neck deep, literally. Was. It was it was hard to look at the photo. Yeah, and this the area you said Santa Barbara County, right? Yeah. Um, they just got like tons and tons of rain. Right? Yeah. Like normally, this would not be an issue, but right, they got a bunch of rain. So cow didn't know what to do. He didn't know what to do. Poor guy. I wish I lived closer. I'd adopt him. So, (laughs) um, but anyway, give him some grass. Right. Hero firefighters. Once again, save a cow. Yeah. I mean, they didn't have to do that. No, but they took time out of their day and they did it. Absolutely. And they got it done. Saw some. Hey, you know what? They did better, right? That's right. See, they did better. Yes. Stands do better. They did better. (laughs) We we should have t-shirts made that we could send people that go. I did better. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) Speaking of t-shirts. And then we can be like, prove it. Exactly. (laughs) Speaking of t-shirts, soon our podcast, For Love of Animals podcast, t-shirts are going to be available. So watch our website, www.arl-iowa.org. Rep our merch. Yes. I think that's what the kids say nowadays. Right. (laughs) Yes, I sometimes don't know what that means, but I think it means get our merchandise. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Support us. (laughs) Support us. And it's not me and Dan. Right. It's the Animal Rescue League of Iowa. Exactly. So, yes. I don't want a penny. Right. We're not making money. We just love if people would wear these t-shirts if they like our podcast. Yeah, for sure. I need to to do... You can pre-order them, so you can... I think you can go do it now. Yeah. I ordered um, mine the yeah, other day. ARL-Iowa.org. Yep. Uh, and then you click on something on the website. I, I don't know. And you can, Shop. Yeah, probably shop. But even if you put in search, it'll come up. You're gonna, oh, yeah. You can play with it while we're talking and yeah, see what it comes figure, up. Yeah, I need to figure that out. How have I not been to the Animal House store on the website before? I, I have on, the, on my have phone. I have no idea. But You're on, a slacker. I know. Seriously. What the heck? We'll try, what but you heck? can get it. Go on the website, arl-iowa.org. Yeah, they're, I like them. Yeah, they're very cool. Our wonderful Andy designed those for us. They're adorable. 
And um, the back says, in a world where you can be anything, be kind. We right. should all be spreading that message. Hopefully. Right. And that's what you say every time it is. we it's say goodbye. It's my closeout. Yes. <laughs> it's my closeout. So. I like it. And somebody was even nice and brought you a pillow with that on it. They sitting did, over there. Yes. Oh, I forgot my chewy hat. I even set it out and I forgot and it. And you didn't bring it. We were going to bring it and hang it in here. I know. Yeah. Well, it, it'll be here. Yeah, somebody did. They gave me, a friend of mine gave me a pillow that said that because they hear me say that all the time. So. Yeah, it's perfect. The other uh, thing that is in the news is about this little alligator friend of ours. Oh, yeah. At the um, Henry Dooley Zoo, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. They had to do some emergency procedure on this alligator because 70, 70 metal coins were found inside this 36-year-old alligator, and I can't pronounce his name, Thibodeau. I don't know. Thibodeau. Okay, thank you. You're yeah, so much better than that's that. That's Cajun. It is? Yeah, I think so. What does it mean? Do you know? I don't know. Okay. That's the next question, right? Alligator. That, that is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you might be right, actually. Let's yeah. see. Google search. So Thibodeau they, is a city in Louisiana. Okay. Um, I wonder why he got So maybe that. he was found there or something, maybe rescued so. from there. They said he's a rare alligator. He has translucent white skin. And we've talked mm -hmm. about those alligators before. Yes, we have. With deep blue eyes. And uh, so they're, he was actually born, it says, at Gatorland in Orlando, Florida. Oh, okay. But the thing that's That's just, where the other ones were born. Yes. Was yes. at Gatorland. In Florida. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if it's like. A brother or yeah, something. Yeah, his. Brother Dad from or, another mother? Right. <laughs> from another gator. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, but the disturbing thing about this is, is they think that the coins were likely thrown into his habitat by visitors. Yeah, let's not do that. Let's not do that. That's a do-better moment. Yeah. Yeah. That is for sure a do-better moment. Why are we throwing anything into any habitat at any zoo for these animals? No. Right. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. Don't feed or attempt to feed any of them. And don't make a wish by throwing a... I think you mentioned earlier, like, maybe he had his mouth open or something and somebody's trying to yeah. throw a coin. Stop it. Right. That's not funny. That's even worse, it actually. Is worse. Yes. So anyway, he is going to be okay. So that was the good news there. So yeah. So well, that's good. And yes, stop throwing coins in anything. Yeah. Unless I mean, if you want to feed him something, feed him your arm, or you know, like <laughs> really go for it. Yeah, yeah. What's with a piddly coin? What do we got going there? So Commit. yes, Commit. That, yeah. that's right. Make a commitment. There, that's exactly so. right. <laughs> anyway, good news that the alligator is going to be okay. That would have been yes, an interesting that's, that's uh, thing to see. I guess they took a plastic pipe and placed it to protect his mouth, and then they could pass the tools like down, and, oh, plus a camera so to go smart. see where the coins were. So they didn't How even have to I don't think cut they, him open. I don't think they cut him open. Laparoscopic. Right. Science. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. We yeah. always talk about that so stuff. So cool, and I'm glad he's all right. So good news there. So, yes, good news for Thibodeau. Yes, and thank you for pronouncing that because we both know I was not going to have that happen. Uh, yeah, so Dookie, my second feral cat, came home. Yes, so and why is his name Duke? Uh, because my other one is named Daisy. That's so right. if you're a Dukes of Hazard person, the Daisy Duke thing. So it's perfect. Yes, it's adorable. Um, so he had gone. I had trapped him on as the last bit of the story. <laughs> trapped him to get him neutered and shots and everything done yeah. on him. And um, and so he had a little longer stay than anticipated, but he is now back. I thought he might take off. I seriously, I opened up the cage door. He turned around and looked at me with the sweetest little face. And I thought to myself, I wish you were like 
tame. Right, come you know, inside. Right. Uh, went right to the food bowl, which is, you know, he eats. I, I swear, this cat, I've been watching him on the camera all day, him and Daisy, they're passing and stuff. And Daisy's a little petite little torty thing, but, yeah. you know, and she eats. But he, I'm like, I don't know if I can afford this cat. My gosh, he eats and eats and eats. I wonder, do you so, think it will get worse now that he's been... His little fluffer netters are gone, or what? I, I almost think yeah, <laughs> I love that. Um, I almost think he'll just ooze out. I think he was probably stressed. You oh know, yeah, like so it, he it, ate. Yeah, so yes. then you know he didn't eat much while he was waiting for the neuter and yep, that recovery, yep. and then he came home, and so now I think he's eating to catch up. Yeah, he's like back in the yeah. swing of things. Yeah, that makes sense. I thought to myself, I hope he doesn't eat too much so he can't fit through my little tiny cat door. <laughs> So in the garage, you'll just have to get the chisel out. <laughs> I know. And oh, hey, did you do that? No, that it, was a cute. There we go. <laughs> we don't know what Dan's doing. That's the the keep, the ghost button. Keep your hands off the control. <laughs> where it goes off, I forgot to move it back. And what y'all aren't getting is that he's jumping. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. He hits the button and he jumps six feet. Right. So yes. Okay, anyway, I got it situated. Duke so, is home. We're we're good. Good so. and. Uh, you said before that him and Daisy, like she could take him or leave him. Yeah. She doesn't care that he's there, but yeah, I, she's I, fine alone too. Yeah, I think she kind of likes having the company, and I have mm-hmm. no base. And I do. I've done cat behavior for twenty five years. Yeah. I have no basis for that whatsoever. <laughs> Zero, other than my thoughts that she probably would like a friend, and she didn't oppose him being there. So I took it as a good sign. Yeah, and um, I think that's fair, right? Because think? if yeah, if she didn't want him to be there, you would. She would make it known. Yeah, and yeah. she's sleeping in her same spots, and she's eating. And at one point, she was eating in in the bowl. And I have cameras inside, so I can just in the garage, so I can see what they're doing. Right. And um, and he walked up and he sat there. And then I have like three bowls, so I have you know wet food, dry food, and another wet food. <laughs> Goldilocks. Yes. And she's eating out of one, and he starts to eat out of the other, and she smacked him like you know across the face, uh-huh. and he was like okay and stepped back and just sat there so and then she just finished eating and da 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 and so. then she was fine when he and went up to the fine. bowl yeah yeah, yeah. and she's he's just sleeping his upstairs boss. with it i mean so she we have a walk-up attic that's finished mm-hmm. it's carpeted it's paneled has a even has a furnace up there so mm-hmm. like she discovered it this winter even though my lower part of the garage is also heated and i had a heated house in there but she discovered so she goes up there and he's up there sleeping somewhere too oh yeah that's good i, I think. don't know where yeah, <laughs> I have no idea. I hope he. I've looked around. I don't know where what little spot he's got. He must like it. He had it the first time, and he clearly is there back there now. So that's all good. Yeah, that's so, good. And yeah. Do you think? Um, you know, we talk all the time about doing cat intros and, uh, you know, dog cat intros, dog dog intros, guinea pig intros, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, animals learn best from another animal. Agreed. Of this, you know, same species. Yeah. And sometimes, I guess. You know, if it's a dog, cat, or a cat, dog, a dog knows, oh, the cat doesn't want me there if the cat swats. So yep. it could be interspecies as well. But um, that's probably a good thing that he was responsive to her being like, no, you need to wait for me. For sure. Uh, the other interesting thing, though, so when I let him out, he looks at me with this cute little face, and he starts <laughs> eating, and I'm petting him. So uh-huh. he's letting me pet him, okay. which is the first time I've really seen this cat, not on a camera, and the first time I've been able to touch him. Uh-huh. And I was thinking to myself the whole time, please let Daisy walk down here. Please let Daisy walk. <laughs> Because then she would see that he was letting me pet yes. him because she will not get – I can get closer. I can get as far – I mean, what's that, two feet yeah. away from her? 
maybe less and but uh uh-uh, no go but what was it at first uh, yeah good point right good point. i'm getting there because yeah. it was like across the yard before right so yeah so it's getting better it's getting better. You need to be patient. I know I'm not. You know I'm not. You know I have no patience whatsoever. I just think I'm a nice cat owner. I'm like providing you a heated right. garage, a heated house, a heated little pad. I got three bowls of food out. I got a cat tree in my garage now. I've got, you know, toys out, blah, blah, blah. And you still won't let me pay you. Right. What the heck? Yeah. Yeah. It's just all right. do the dive from two feet, you know, and just yeah, yeah. make her love yeah. you. Oh, yeah, that'll work. <laughs> <laughs> My other part is is what you and I always talk about, too. It's her choice. Like, exactly. she doesn't want me to pet her and she wants to have the relationship we currently have, that's the relationship we're going to have. She's yeah. going to drive this thing. Yeah, that's perfect. So, and the same thing for Duke. Like, he yeah. let me pet him. I thought maybe when I put the food out again this morning, he would come out. He did not. He mm-hmm. waited until I left. I mean... Again, his choice. We'll right. see what he decides. Yeah. It, tomorrow may be different. Tomorrow may be different. Yeah. So, yeah. Good point. Yeah. I uh, um, I really saw that, um, those types of interactions where you let the animal decide what's yep. okay. Um, this was, oh gosh, Tina, you'll remember this. It was the Sac County dogs, the Cocker Spaniels. Yes. Um, and, you know, they were a mess when the ARL went there and removed all those animals. They were not being taken care of. And there was one dog that I vividly remember. Her name was Mandy. She was blind. I remember Mandy. And she was so scared of everything. Mm -hmm. She'd lived literally in a wire crate that was not sufficient her entire life. And so, and plus being blind and then coming into a new environment that was much different different smells, yada, yada. So she was, she was shut down essentially. And that's what we were doing with the behavior team where we were just going in, sitting outside of the kennel and just sitting there. We would read books. We wouldn't even talk to them. We wouldn't go in the kennel, but just the presence of being there. And it was so cool to see that she would stay at the back of the kennel. Uh, she wouldn't take treats. They, none of the dogs knew what dog toys were. Mm -hmm. Um, but eventually we were in the kennel when it was okay. And eventually she was on our lap. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, Nancy's friend, Nancy Sirk, who was on ARL animal connection yeah, or not animal connection. That was Saturday companion live. Or, connection. Com- yeah. Companion yep. connection. Um, one of her friends actually adopted I Mandy. I remember that. Yeah. And so every once in a while, Nancy would, would give me updates. And yeah. it's so cool to see that because if you give the animal a chance, the animal will come around without being forced to do it at yeah. all. Yeah, and we, we talk about that with cats and cat behavior, and people will call, and they'll be like, cat's hiding under the bed, you know, da-da-da. Don't go pull the cat out. Like, we, if, it's, mm-hmm. if it's eating, if it's coming out when you're not in the house or not in the room or it's coming out at night, da-da-da, do not go pull the cat out. I mean, it needs to come out when it's ready to yeah, come out. Yeah, just leave it alone. Give it some choice. And, well, Tina knows two of my cats, Potter and Weasley. Well, you do too. Yeah. Because you were like, you should just adopt them. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay. Um, when I got them, they were feral kittens and they would hide under my bed. So I let them hide under my bed for a couple weeks. And yep. then I took away the bed frame so that the mattresses were just on the floor. So they didn't have that spot anymore. Yep. Um, and then I would just go in there and sit, read, whatever, look on my phone. And now, I mean, Potter gets on my bed every night and is in my face and drools like they'll come around yeah you just have to give them time yeah and if they don't come around 
Give them cat. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. what I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a, you know, a good thing too. Not, I mean, Daisy doesn't no effect on her whatsoever. Really, zero. Oh, which is interesting. One of there's a small percentage. They have no. That's her. She could care less. I tried that like all over everything. Nothing. It was like nothing. Now I've tried it with many other cats that I mean, a cat they totally brings them down. Yes, you know, totally. But when I was staying at Dan's, this is when I lived. You know. 125 miles away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and he was gracious enough to let me stay at his house during my work week. And I was just heartbroken because Potter and Weasley wouldn't let me touch them. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> and I used to call them the basement dwellers. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I would go down. I said, let me feed them. I just want, let me feed them. I yep. want them to let me love them. <laughs> <laughs> and I would feed them, and they didn't care. And so, I don't know, one evening Dan was out, and I'm like, I'm giving them catnip. <laughs> and that's what it was. Yeah. And That was the trick. That was the trick. Yeah. And then ever since then, anytime I go, I've gone over there, Potter will be up in my face, like he says, drooling mm-hmm. when you touch him. Yep. Weasley will talk. I mean, it, and it's... It made my heart feel good. Yeah, of course. So. Absolutely. Yeah, because you want them to like you. You do. I totally get that feeling. You do. Yeah, and Daisy talks to me all the time. She just doesn't, she's not ready for that step in our relationship yet. <laughs> we'll get there. So don't and think I haven't heard that before in my life. <laughs> and you're like, it's not you, it's me. They eventually come around. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so, Dan, you want to introduce our wonderful guest? Yeah. Yes. So uh, Tina's been on the show many times, but this is Tina Updrove. She is with ARL Animal Services. Um, how long have you been with Animal Services now? Well, just in general doing animal services how long has it been over 30 years oh that's a long time and how long have you been with the arl oh my um i think we're going into 14 14 i was thinking 14 or 15 it was when um arl got the initial contract that'd be about about 14 15 now okay yeah so i'm right yeah i started right after they got the contract yeah there you go that's a long time so yeah you've you obviously have to love it right to do it for 30 years um and now, how do you feel about the new shelter? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it, I, it, it'll make you choke up if you were at the old shelter. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it was it weighed on the animals. Mm-hmm. It weighed on everybody that worked there because it was so dank. And no matter what we did to help um, the mental state of the animals that were there, it wore on everybody. Mm-hmm. And to go into this building it's a breath of fresh air the animals all of them are more relaxed not so stressed and the people i mean we're working so nicely together and it's it's a bigger building Mm -hmm. but we have much bigger oh it's oh man i i'm thankful Yeah. yeah well i think it's cool and i'm so grateful to the city of des moines and all of the city officials that put so much time into this and uh tom colvin our ceo who has spent mm-hmm. years and years and years on this project so grateful that it came to fruition and i really hope and i've said this before dan you and i are talking like i hope it ends up being an example for other yeah. cities and Absolutely. around the country of what you can create together with partnerships such as this yes. yeah so. i i mean it's there yeah right and now it's in fruition. Right. Um, yeah, people would be silly not to use it as an example. Absolutely. Because it's a beautiful building and the partnership has been 
a great thing for 15 years now, 14 the, years the now. The thing is, is pets are going to be part of people's lives, which means pets are going to be in your communities all over. Right. It's going to happen right. with or without you, with yep. or without these partnerships. We can just make it so much better, so much better for the community, the people, the pets, if we partner on these sorts of things and, and give animals the kind of, you know, attention that they need to run mm-hmm. programs and good sheltering. I mean, what a difference it makes. Yeah. Like, totally. Yeah. I love that building. I'm with you, Tina. I pull in and I immediately, like, have a response, a physical response. Really? Yeah. It, it, it is like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's, um, you know, again, I, I love ARL completely and totally am appreciative mm-hmm. of Tom Colvin, Joe Stafford, Mm-hmm. the Des Moines Police Department, and it started long ago. Mm-hmm. And I've had many different sergeants since I've started. And by sergeants, for the people listening, these are actual sergeants with the Des Moines Police Department. That's correct. They are the ones that are making the decisions um, when it comes to uh, issues that involve the police. Correct. Yes. With the animals. So with the animals, yes. They're, they're a great liaison yep. um, between the Des Moines Police Department higher-ups yep. and obviously us. Um, but it's gone back so many years, and I can name every single sergeant. <laughs> and um, to have the work that these sergeants have put in, and it's and it has been for going on for so long, and it's mm-hmm. been talked of for so long, to have it just there now, mm-hmm. just like a big relief it's it's yeah. surreal almost to me still yeah like it's, it's yeah, it gets so better cool. every every time it does yeah it every does. year it gets better and so if you're also looking for a pet um you can adopt yes. from our animal services building now on southeast 14th street and so that's a amazingly cool element i think and it's so much better for the animals they don't have to like travel and the stress and yes. everything else but it's so cool that you can have adoption we have adoptions now there yeah so. and they've been doing great too right yeah. like yeah. i saw a uh, post and the numbers were awesome. Yeah, it's so exciting. Yeah, it is great. And that address uh, for the people listening, ARL Animal Services, the new building is at 1441 Harriet Street in Des Moines, Iowa, 50317. It's just north of the river. And if you've been a, a Des Moinesite, I don't even know if that's where it is now, uh, <laughs> for a long time, and you know where La Pizza House used to be, it's it's right by the old right La Pizza House. Yeah. So go check it out. It's a beautiful building. Beautiful building. Um, and go adopt a, a cat or five. Yeah. Or eight. Or, no, yeah. no, no, no. Or... <laughs> That's right. Wait a minute. Five. If you're outside the city yeah. of Des Moines. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yep. I forgot who's in with us. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, but I listen every week. <laughs> and thank goodness I'm outside the city of Des Moines. So <laughs> right. I'm good. Exactly. So, yes. But anyway, back to Tina, our wonderful yes. guest. Yes. So, um. You know, we've had you on before and we've talked about, um, you know, depending on the season, uh, cold weather care for pets outside or if it's in the summer, we always say this, stop taking your dog with you uh, Mm -hmm. and leaving your dog in the car when it's the summer. That's a dumb thing to do. Um, But when you first started and and this kind of is going to go into a segue of because we used to say ARL animal control. Yes. And now we say ARL Animal Services. Yes. Um, so when you first started, uh, it was more of a control situation. Yes. Um, and now it's services. So can you kind of uh, explain the difference there? 
Sure. Well, control is just what it is. Control. Mm -hmm. um, you want a hand on of everything where services we're trying to offer you. Um, so as an animal service officer, I have, um, I have connections to our community outreach, mm -hmm. um, mental health services, uh, food pantries. So it's not just cracking down and saying, oh, you have 10 cats? Great. Put them in my truck. Right. It's, it's not like that anymore. So we're out to help the community. I mean, yes, there are, still are um, citations that are issued. Mm -hmm. There's, you As know, there there's, should be. There's still cases where animals need to be removed from a house. Mm -hmm. um, but we, we truly are out there to help the community and their pets. Yeah, and I think that that's a uh, a good explanation where, I mean, I remember when I did animal services, it, it just switched to animal services, but um, we would offer spay-neuter services if yep. we had grants for that um, versus, you know, for lack of a better term, dinging the person yep. 20 times. It's like, okay, we can help you remedy the situation and you're helping your pet, and you're helping control the pet population. Correct. So we can offer you this service, and, you know, nine times out of ten, the people were like, oh, my gosh, yes, right? Yes. Um, so the same could be said for people that are struggling and can't afford food. Well, we have options for that. Yes. Like, don't not feed yourself and feed your dog, or right. don't make the decision of not feeding your dog so that you can feed yourself. There are places that you can help. That's or correct. Or that can help you, rather. Yes, so that's the services part of it. So I, I like that. I do. And I've also always just thought of it from the animal side of it, too. Like, these animals, they love the families they're with, mm -hmm. the, you know? Like, why do they want to be pulled away for whatever reason? They right. want to stay with their families. And we don't right. want them. And we don't exactly. want them. We have enough animals we're trying to exactly. find homes exactly. for. And so it's like... Why do we want to take animals out of homes that they want to be in? Mm -hmm. You know, so I love the animal services part of it a lot. Yeah, and I agree, but I think it is a good distinction to make that there still are crappy people that do crappy things, which leads us to our animal welfare intervention program. Exactly, which Tina also is a huge player in. Yes, and so you still have to yeah talk control about that. those situations, about that right? Program. Yeah, how does well, that work? <clears throat> Well, the one that heads this program is Robin Dobbenrecker, and mm -hmm. um, we work very closely together. Hi, Robin. Hi, Robin. <laughs> we love you. Robin is awesome. Yeah. Robin is, um, she is the person that um, agencies can call if they need help. And this isn't just about the city of Des Moines. This is about every county inside Iowa. And sometimes out of state, too. It has. Yeah. It ha we have um, at least been able to guide them. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> but with the animal welfare intervention, so let's just say uh, Dallas County. Okay. Dallas County, um, there is somebody there that needs or that is complaining about a possible neglect of an animal. So they are able to email us, um, and then we typically we respond, have you contacted local law, local law enforcement? That's a tongue twister. <laughs> um, so we're not, the be, we're not the beginning of it. We will help 
law enforcement work their way through a case if they need us to. So we always tell the person, you know, have you contacted local law enforcement? That's where you need to start because we don't have the ability or, or I won't say the ability because we have the ability. Mm-hmm. We don't have the authority to be able to investigate these these alleged crimes against animals. It's the local authority that does. So if they need assistance, they will certainly they have our number. Uh, every county inside Iowa has our number. And then they contact us and then Robin takes the lead and and uh, helps Um, local law enforcement and then we if they need our help and they need animals removed we're there yep so yeah that's a good distinction so if you're in the city of des moines the proper city of des moines Mm -hmm. you can contact uh the des moines police department on emergency number 515-283-4811 and report whatever it is if you see something say something right um but if you're outside this city of Des Moines, then the first step that you should do is contact your local law enforcement, whether yeah. that's city police, county police, sheriff, whatever, and lodge whatever complaint you have with them first. Yes. Um, and then allow them to investigate, yeah. right? Yes, and, allow, allow the uh, enforcement agency to be able to go look into what your complaint is and give them a little bit of slack. I mean, it they need to be able to contact the party, um, be allowed to see the animals. You can always ask for a call back mm-hmm. as to what they have found. And I have never came across a county that won't say, okay, listen, this is what's going on. Cause there's probably a lot more facets than what you may see. Yeah. And it is possible to report things anonymously. Um, I know on our website or our email line, we sometimes get, you know, a report and either it comes in anonymous or they'll say, you know, hey, I'm worried about my neighbors. Is there any way could this, you know, be anonymous? And I've sent those to you and I know you keep those anonymous. And I think that's important to distinguish to people. Yeah. The, The one thing I wish people would understand, though, is when they when they contact us via the email, they really need to leave us a good phone number or a good email address because a lot of times they're fake. Yep. And, you know, because we don't have the authority to go to whatever county to investigate whatever the complaint is, now we don't, we can't even contact local law enforcement because now this complaint has no validity. Well, I won't say no validity to it, but. There's no way to find out exactly what is going on. Just because you give us your information doesn't mean that the party that you're complaining about will get that information. Yeah. So Yeah, yeah that's a good distinction. We just don't want people to think that they, you know, if you're scared of your neighbors or uh, you still need to speak up and we will help you make that happen where you still feel safe. Yeah. But we get the information. We yeah. Need. No, nobody is going and responding to one of these things and blabbing the name of the person that turned them in. Exactly. Like th- and that, that doesn't happen. And <laughs> that, that stems from, you know, working animal services in Des Moines right. all the way through the AWIC. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, we don't we don't say, oh, by the way, Helen over there. Right. Yeah. Says you have 10 hundred cats. <laughs> <laughs> Ten hundred. That's a Ten hundred. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's an it's important distinction. I, I like it. Uh, important distinction to to make because it is yeah. helpful too for like the person that's getting the complaint to be able to contact the person to ask more questions too, right? Yes. Because you're you may be like, okay, well, I've worked with this person before. Uh, 
I've responded there before. So, but now I want to know when did you see this? Was this a week ago or was this yesterday? Um, because that could make a difference, right? It could make a huge difference. And I don't, you know, I don't want to. Some, let's face it, some of the complaints we get too, maybe it's just a dispute with neighbors and there really isn't an issue going oh, 100%. on. That's correct. So we do need information, as much information as you can provide. And, uh, you know, I know we follow up and do welfare checks and sometimes, yes. mm-hmm. you know, it's not an issue. Right. Um, so please keep your disputes someplace else and just send us real Valid. concerns if possible. Yeah, because don't, don't waste You guys are time. busy, and we have animals we do need to help. That's exactly, exactly right, so. and, and we are busy. Yeah. Yes. You, you'd think with the cold stuff that we would have had a little bit of a breather, and it just hasn't happened this year. Yeah. I know, and today it was, what, 60 degrees outside? I'm off, so it's, it's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the other thing I know you... Tina and I mean you're kind of like my hero for this. Like I've seen you take a bucket off the head of a you know raccoon. <laughs> I've seen you get a deer out of a net of a right. soccer net. Which by the way I'd never thought of until I saw that that there was soccer net left yeah. up and a deer got caught in it. So for those of you with soccer nets, uh, take them down. Take them down. Yeah, when you're not using them, put them um, away. But th- it's those little things. Like and even the bucket thing. Like throw them away. You don't know what animals are going to get stuck in them you know that's, that's exactly right yeah so do better do better do, you although go. you're quite good at it i mean i gotta admit. <laughs> i like i would like a breather <laughs> <laughs> yeah that raccoon thing was somewhat really really fascinating how you did that so yeah she i will tell you you know i rode with her doing volunteer animal services for a long time like six years that's maybe. how we, we became friends yeah that's how we met and she's not scared of anything um <clears throat> Oh, well, Carol knows this. Except squirrels. In, in the house. In the house. Except in for confined the, yeah, spaces. In the house. Yeah. Yes. That's literally the only thing. The first time I saw her go pick up a possum, I was like, what is this lady doing? Because she just like picked it up. <laughs> like but a cat. you know, the thing about Tina, she'll still help the squirrels in the house. Oh, yeah. She does. She, yeah. She'll call me. Yeah. Can you go in here? No. Uh, she hasn't you know done that my in a long squirrel time. stories. What? Yeah. You're supposedly like need to get euthanized. I drive to animal <laughs> services. Out comes Chris. <laughs> I open the door and he pops out right by my ear and just runs up a pole. I'm like, I don't know, Chris. It was never mind. It was just Carol that. trying to acquire animals. I guess. I'm like, what the heck? Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But Tina's been doing this for a long time. Yeah. It's great to have. I'm always so proud of our animal services officers mm-hmm. on the street. So we're going to take a break. All right. Yeah. Do I have to hit the button? You do. When we come back, we're going to keep talking with with Tina about some other things. we got to talk about events. we got your newly discovered species species that we're going to be talking about. Uh, So we'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to For Love of Animals podcast. At Raina Immer Falls State Farm Agency, we grow our family tree by the three H's, heart, head, and humor. We build trust with our customers, Use our knowledge of the industry to get you the personalized insurance plan you and your family or business need and humor because life's too short not to laugh. Quotes for Good is our way of giving back. We've partnered with the ARL. Mention the ARL and we will donate $10 to the organization. Call us at 515-217-3053. 
You're busy and we get it, but your dog could also use some training. Drop into the ARL's drop-in training classes. These classes are perfect for those unable to commit to a six-week class but still want their dog to learn the basic manners of sit, down, come, stay, loose leash walking, and even have an introduction of clicker training. Come one time only or until you feel good about your dog's progress. Register at arl-iowa.org training. All right, welcome back to the For Love of Animals podcast, and we are back recording. We had a little bit of a techno problem, so if some of a this little is bit. a little well, it was a huge bit. It was, it was huge dance bit, fault. And it was dance fault, but you know, yeah. it's okay. We love him anyway. So <laughs> we're gonna. Uh, this will probably be a little shorter show this week, but we're gonna talk about a few things um, to catch back up. One being uh, upcoming events. So our Raise Your Paw auction yes. is going to be April twentieth at the Meadows at Prairie Meadows here in Des Moines. And if you live in Des Moines or outside of Des Moines, you need to come to this event. This is a yeah, really it's, fun, it's super fun event. It's celebrating pets. Um, we have live music, great food, hundreds of, and I mean hundreds of auction items that have all been donated um, that we're going to be auctioning off. All the money goes back to help the animals. We're already selling tables and tickets and it sells out. So get your tickets for will sell out at about 800, 850 people. Yeah, that's a so lot. It's a lot of fun, though. It's a really it great fun. time. And prior to that, so get your tickets and buy a table, bring your friends. It's a lot of fun. We actually were uh, honored this year with City Views uh, in the finalists for the best events in Des Moines. It was us at Iowa State Fair and the Des Moines Art Festival, and we were a runner-up to that. Um, so... You among know, the elite. Among the elite. But it was really, it's really an honor. And, you know, Iowa State Fair won. Uh, we're just proud to be in the company of them. Well, so. yeah, that's like millions of people. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that's awesome. Um, and then tomorrow night is our basket party. And Dan, you and I have been talking about that basket party for weeks now. Yes. But it's so much fun at ARL Main, 5452 Northeast 22nd Street in Des Moines, 530 to 7. We're going to have pizza. But for those of you uh, who've heard us talking about this, bring all your items you've gathered to make your basket or two. Come on out. We're going to have baskets there available. And you can pick a basket, put your stuff together, and then those baskets are getting donated and will be part of what gets auctioned off at the Raise Your Pro That's auction. awesome. And the Raise Your Pro auction is the largest fundraising event of the year for the Animal Rescue Absolutely. League. So. Yeah. This is our 32nd year. That's it, crazy. I know. I feel like it just has flown by. But 32 years we've been doing this event. And it's, a, uh, it's a lot of fun, and it's great to see everyone as they come back in and celebrate pets. And we're doing a few new things this year, and we've got a Vegas theme, so it's going to paw Vegas. So Paws Vegas, yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. That's cute. So, yeah. Right? Very fun. Yeah. It, yeah, I know. The marketing team is are geniuses. They're very fun. <laughs> so, And OPA. Yes. The uh, Spaghetti and Nobles dinner is going to be uh, Sunday, February 25th at 5 p.m. and Tuesday, February 27th at 4 p.m. Uh, so go out there, have a spaghetti dinner, drink a glass of wine. Uh, Opa Italian is so generous. They're donating $12 of the $20 fee that you pay to have dinner back to the ARL. Amazing. Right, for their uh, spay and neuter programs. And then also a dollar from every alcoholic beverage. So have a glass of wine. Uh, absolutely. Such a appreciate opa so much with that so yes and wonderful. then i would be remiss to not mention saint patrick's day bingo oh gosh yes on uh march 6th are you going because you were at the grinch bingo with me i was at the grinch bingo i don't know if i'll be in town for this one 
So, well, I'll be there. But I think my mom and my sister are going. Oh, how fun. Yeah. Yeah, you tell your mom and your sister to come say hi to me so I know who they are. Okay, I will. I have not met them yet. Uh, it's so fun. I never win, but I don't care because you get to use the, what's the thing? Dauber. The Dauber. yes. And th- how fun is that? I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And oh, you my just gosh. Like, Bam. I know. <laughs> and then I'm always like, I kind of get this like, okay, what if I win? And then I didn't really win. How embarrassing. Right. Like, you did know? I hear that number right? right? Did he exactly. say B84? <laughs> like, what? exactly right. I'm like, okay, maybe I don't want to win. <laughs> yeah, so come check that out. March 6th uh, at Arrow, Maine uh, from 6 to 8. Again, that address is 52. Excuse me. I do that every single you time. You do, but that's 5452 right. Northeast 22nd Street in Des Moines. And tickets are 20 bucks. That includes five games of bingo. Uh, and you get three cards per game, which is super generous, I think. Very much. Uh, of course, you can add on uh, additional boards or whatever, or you can buy a shamrock green dauber. Which, of course, I'm going to. And, of course, I got extra boards. I'm going to need a whole table. But, you know. <laughs> Get your, what, are, what are those called? The little trolls. Oh, yes, yes. like on Roseanne. Yes. yes. Seriously. It's, it's one just, of my favorite it's episodes. It's going to have to happen. I'm sorry. It's yeah, you need your, your good luck charms. Uh, I know our friend uh, Jessica and Matt always go, and she always brings a little bag of... Uh, good luck things, and she sets them out. Okay, that's funny. Yeah, I did not notice that. Yeah, yeah, you'll have to pay attention next time. Yeah, she's I will. There. That's very fun. So yeah, come check that out. Um, it's always it's always fun, and you play bingo. Yeah, how can you miss with that? So, yeah. mm. so do you have a species for us? I do. So the new species is uh, your favorite thing, snakes. Yeah. How did I know? Can you ever get something fuzzy and cute for this segment? Maybe. I just Google what is the most grotesque new species. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what comes out. And that, right. Ooh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, eventually, I'll find something cute. Uh, we did talk about that bat. The bat was cute. The bat was cute. I like bats. Yeah. I like bats. Well, I I mean, cute, no freaky way. Yes. But yeah, no. But not snakes, red panda cute. Yeah, not at what's red panda cute. <laughs> right. Nothing. Exactly. Seriously. Yeah. So, yes, a new and genetically distinct species of green anaconda has been discovered by scientists. Uh, it says here, the green anaconda is the heaviest and sometimes the longest snake in the world. The boa species is found predominantly in South America and can measure up to 20 feet long and weigh up to 550 <coughs> pounds, nope. which is huge. Um, a group of multi-institutional scientists have now discovered that there is not just one species of green anaconda, but two, despite them looking almost identical. Um, you can go read the scientific study if you want on diversity, but essentially the Amazon is cut into two different basins. There's the northern basin and the southern basin, and they've discovered that the anacondas that reside on the northern side of uh, the Amazon River and the species that uh, reside on the southern part of the Amazon are, in fact, two genetically I'm distinct species. I'm not even species. listening to you right now. <laughs> <laughs> not even listening. <laughs> They're cute. They're harmless. I don't want... It's not like the movie. I don't want anyone to hurt them, as you know. <laughs> but I really don't want them anywhere in my vicinity. <laughs> <laughs> Stay out of my bubble. You, you know... Do I'm not look saying. at my aura, right? <laughs> but yes, my last interaction with the snake, which I think I have shared with you, was the accidental opening of the automatic umbrella where it leapt over the umbrella at me. So, yes, yes. Yes. Leapt over it. It did. I've with never seen legs. anything like it. I, I know you guys think that, but... <laughs> You've been around. You've been around snakes. They can move. People they can. think they can't move. They can move. Oh, and they're quick too. Oh my. Yeah, they have to be right. <sighs> so yeah, that's the new uh, species. Okay, so Tina, yes, ma'am. <laughs> move on from that. Have you ever had to pick up an anaconda doing 
<laughs> animal control. Uh, not an anaconda. Okay, was it the northern version or the southern version? <laughs> it was the big green version. Okay, what was the scariest snake you ever had to pick up? I'm not scared of snakes. Oh, you're not no. at all. They no. don't bother you. Oh, no. Okay. I like I said, she's not scared of anything. Yes, we had this discussion. Except squirrels inside ha- inside the house. Squirrels. <laughs> That's right. Thank you. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah. Get a squirrel in the house. Don't call me. Yeah. Right. Call someone Dan, else. I'll just call Dan. Yeah, yeah. That, exactly. Yeah, I'll, I'll you go over to this address and go get the squirrel out of the house because I'm not doing it. Yeah, I'll, I'll go do I'll it. I'll pull rain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we have an opening for an animal services officer right now. So what would you tell someone who is considering or thinking about this as a career? It's not all puppies and kitties. It yeah. is speaking with the public, um, being able to... Uh, resolve situations or conflicts between neighbors, um, education, and then you get to cuddle puppies again. <laughs> <laughs> when you have time. When you have time, right? yeah. We, you know, usually we, when it gets cold, we tend to be able to slow down a little bit. We just haven't been seeing that, and we are running constantly. Yeah. Um, you pick up deads. You you just do anything animal related. That is what mm-hmm. we do. So um, fill a nap, ask for a ride along, see if this is something you might like. Yeah, I think that's the smartest thing to do is if you're interested, just contact ARL Animal Services. Yes. Um, ask to do a ride along. Yep. Fill um, a nap. Yeah. And that's the, the best way. To, to know if this might be something that right. would interest you. Yeah. Agree. I, yeah. It's not animal cops that you see on TV. Right. I yeah, think people totally might be like surprised, too, at how busy you guys are mm-hmm. all the time. It's crazy. I mean, I, I, I did a ride-along years ago just as president of the board. I thought sure. I should do a ride-along and kind of see, you know, what it was all about. And I was just, it's one call after another. Mm-hmm. And yes. there are all sorts of things that you wouldn't even imagine. Yeah, well, and then you're constantly doing follow-ups, too, right, from That's right. the previous. So you go to a house and you educate somebody and you have to go follow up. Yes. To make sure that they're doing what they need to yeah, do. It's not just calls that come in through dispatch. It litter I mean, you may have a case that you have to go back five or six times on mm-hmm. and then you still have to do your report to that or your sup to that. So and it's a lot of the paperwork with a new officer, I always tell them if if anything that you need to know how to do and to stay up on is paperwork mm-hmm. and I start them day one. Yep. Yeah, that's important. So you have to have good communication skills know how to read and write English um, and know that you're Tina, not going to be... Tina will help you. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're not going to be petting puppies and kitties all day. Right. Correct. But it's really important work. It's very can important. make a difference, not only for the animals, but for the people. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, every it, single interaction. Yeah, every, right? and you have to like people, Yeah. too. I mean, like I remember people saying to me, oh, I just love animals, da, da, da. But even working at the shelter, even working at the Animal Rescue League and doing adoptions and intakes and... I mean, you have to like people, too. It's well, yeah, if there wasn't people, then where would the pets go? Right. 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 Behind every animal that comes in or every animal that we have to go check on or whatever, there's people behind that. That's right. Yeah. So. Yep. That is exactly right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks we for having really me. Really appreciate it. We'll definitely have you come back. And uh, Awesome. Yeah. I recorded it this time. You recorded it this time. Hold on. Here we are. I'm very. Where's the, where's the, uh, there we go. Oh, yeah. Uh, See, I'm finding it. I have to scroll all the way back. We need to, like, mark those. I know. There's too many, there's too many buttons. There we go. That's because Dan actually hit record. So, there we go. So, 
All right. All right, everyone. It's been great. And uh, in a world where you can be anything, be kind. Everyone have a great week. See you next time. Pod-